In this episode of Make Me a Believer, Billy and I recap the evening, discuss the highs and lows of ghost hunting at Yorktown Memorial Hospital. We're in a hotel room, so there's some air conditioning noise in the background. to a believer and I went from being a believer to a skeptic <laughs> no um oh, overall very boring pretty I mean fun and interesting and creepy right but I expected a bit more I I, I expected some activity yeah it's a little hard to get worked up and excited if Everybody has a meter, and the meters never go off. We well, we did have that one instance where we were in the bloody room. Yep. And and the, the meter went off and continued to go off to the point where it was clear that something was wrong with the meter. <laughs> so, my thought on it is, you know, for a place. For a place to be haunted, something extraordinary has to happen there, right, in order for it to get the reputation to be haunted. So I was expecting something extraordinary, but that extraordinary stuff doesn't necessarily have to happen all the time. And I think where my expectations got a little skewed is by watching those ghost hunting shows where they've edited six hours of footage down to, you know, ten minutes of something going off, you know, like a meter going off, or them catching some sort of voice on tape or something like that. Somebody going, I got scratched. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Somebody, yeah. There's a lot of rusty stuff to rub up against. You could, yeah. I could see somebody getting scratched by stuff. Right. And I, I mean, even I think I, ripped my shirt on a piece of old wood so yeah but I was uh, yeah I was even hoping for something that that we could debate whether or not it was considered paranormal activity even if we got something small like on that person's ghost box if they had gotten just something that sounded like a word but nothing we got we got nothing do you think that having a ghost box that's just circ- circ- you know just running through radio frequencies rapidly trying to pick something up do you think that it detracts to have that there when you go from room to room to room and what you have are people talking to a box that's just box <laughs> just static um, do you think it would? You think there are other things that would have been creepier, or might have lent themselves to you thinking a little bit more about it? The no, the things that people say that they get, and on those rare snippets in the shows that you see, 
the things that they get from that ghost box is can be pretty impressive. That's why I was following the, that couple so closely because they had the ghost box. But then, but I also kind of pressed them on, well, why wouldn't it pick up music if you're scanning a bunch of radio frequencies? Right. And they really couldn't explain to me why. Right, they said it would. Yeah. Um, and their thing was, because we're out in the country, we're probably picking up even less. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't... If you were in town, maybe they pick up a little bit more, uh, you know, radio stations along the way, right? Yeah. I, so, I don't know. I was, I was hoping that the, the experienced people that were there obviously have more experience than you and I because they've got these fancy tools and stuff that they didn't have to check out. I was I was hoping that they would have a little bit more knowledge about the tools that they were using. I think that they just thought, hey, I saw this on Ghost Hunters, so this is cool. I'm going to take that with me. And, you know. So, just out of curiosity, do you think that the medium after visiting with our group went back and told the next group that there was activity because we were told there was activity for the prior group yeah. before we went in right I don't know he, he may have I'm still trying to figure out I was really looking at his hands and his fingers, and I was trying to see some sort of movement in his fingers, and I didn't see any. I mean, I had my flashlight right up on him, and I was like, I was looking for any sort of, you know, if you want to make it go from a yes to start spinning, your, your fingers are going to show it. You know, you're going to see some muscle movement. I didn't see any, so either he's really, really good at just only moving the muscles on his fingertips or there was something to that but I don't know I don't know if there was something to that do you think it's possible that he his whole body's moving just finally could be and you know it's kind of it's kind of limiting when you can only ask yes or no questions right you know I wanted to I, I mean I wanted to get more probing questions going on. You can ask yes or no questions or when he's channeling, you could just say whatever you want. Right. And he'll give you an answer. And I did. And he gave me an answer. I yeah. It was kind of creepy when he said that this girl was fourteen and she'd been raped and she killed herself. That was horrible. That was kind of creepy, spooky. But I didn't get the impression that I was actually... That he was channeling, channeling any, any... The channeling Rita. The lovely, lovely Rita. No, I didn't... I, I wasn't convinced. No. He didn't... Yeah. He didn't really say anything that... Couldn't just be made up. If it wasn't made up, I'm sorry, Rita. I apologize. I hate that you had to go through that, but I wasn't convinced. I have to say, 
it's and we discussed this briefly when we were there that it's a little um, less creepy if you're in a group right right and we yeah I found that out the hard way <laughs> when we went to the basement and there was no one else there I uh, I couldn't stand it it was just like you know how that there was one member of the group I don't think he was a member of our group but um, we ran into him a couple times and he he said that when he went into that kitchen area he was in there alone and the, and the room just felt different right and you hear that a lot from different people they they say the room or the house just feels heavy you know and I, I was kind of expecting some of that I wanted I wanted things to feel off I wanted it to, to feel heavy or dark and I didn't get any of that until we went to the basement with nobody else then I really started to feel off yeah yeah hmm. and I thought I've been down here I'm more comfortable now <laughs> right uh, except except for the roaches you didn't seem to like the roaches I'm not a big fan of roaches and raccoons oh. apparently yeah I mean I more than anything, I guess, considering the the amount of disarray in in, in this facility, I'm a little bit surprised that we didn't see more wildlife in there. I mean, there's open windows, there's there's access points that you know are they've got a gate, but a small animal could go through there. Right. Um, I guess there's just no food in there. So, I mean, we the only wildlife we saw aside from roaches was uh, were were birds nesting mm-hmm. uh, and they were cute birds they were cute birds so let me ask let me ask you if there was anything that you experienced tonight that you would consider creepy was were you creeped out at any point um You know, I mean, I think that there are some things that made me think back on what it would have been like in one of those facilities, and by today's standards, it just doesn't, it's just not right. (laughs) Um, You know, when we were, when we were in the basement, and we went into the room that had the cage, Mm -hmm. A cage. I mean, it's it's to detox. Right. How? It's a, yeah. It it looks it looks more medieval than a than just a prison cell. Yeah, I think you commented right then and there. This this is horrific. Yeah, what it's a, a horrific way to detox. I mean, that it is. Horrible. I mean, yeah. Right. I mean, do you think today it would be? Here's a bed. You know. Yeah. There's a sink if you need water. Um, you're going to be throwing up a lot. Here's, you know, a bucket. Right. But to just lock somebody in a metal cage? In the basement. Seems a little odd. It, the, that room is just a kind of a weird room. Uh, With the safe. A heavy safe. <laughs> a, heavy, yeah. a heavy, you know, floor to ceiling safe. A cage. And a desk. For yeah. somebody to do paperwork, I guess, while yes. somebody is throwing well, up in a cage. they've got to fill out the ledger for all the cash that they're putting in the safe. I guess it's... 
so uh, you know I mean it's not so much that I'm that I was creeped out as much as um, just seeing something that seems so dated and unnecessary yeah almost um, inhumane yeah because even the the surgery rooms the surgical base that we saw they were everything was just steel and hard and cold and there was nothing nothing compassionate about it when you when you think of medical care today right it, it's it's softer it's to make you feel comfortable while you're getting horrible things done to you um there's definitely some things that seemed kind of out of place mm-hmm. um considering that it was a hospital run by nuns and then for 20 years was a rehab facility I wouldn't expect that I would expect that while it was a rehab facility you would have just been left with things needed for for that you wouldn't have had you know the old surgical rooms and the thing that seemed totally out of place for both of those scenarios is a room full filled with dolls and stuffed animals yeah. and there's like a a stuffed animal of a aardvark or a, yeah. I don't know what it was it was an elephant or something or a, a anteater an anteater maybe yeah. yeah but for a rehab facility why would you have a room filled with children's toys yeah that brings me to my next question yeah did you get the impression that the whole place was kind of staged? Um, you know, you mentioned that the, one of the rooms with that was occupied by the nuns mm-hmm. seemed like it was staged. The books seemed to be staged. Yeah. Uh, and it's possible that there were some things, but... Clearly, they weren't leaving anything of value that people would take. Ooh, reminding me of things that people take. Um, So, so I did get a Racer X. No, what is it? What is it? What's the character? Racer X. Is it Racer X? You know, you know why there were so many of them in that thing? Uh Because when you flip it over on the other side, it's a playing card. So it's like a six of clubs on the backside or something. Really? Yeah. So there's not there clearly was not a full deck in the drawer. Um, okay. So if shit starts happening in your house, yeah. If you start experiencing activity, I want you to get rid of that racer X as soon as possible. Uh, so my original plan was I was gonna wait till it was your birthday. Just to get in your birthday card. Hell <laughs> no. <laughs> uh uh-uh. It's weird because. Leading up to this, like the last last couple weeks, I was I, I kind of got like this dark, heavy feeling. Like I was expecting this to be I was expecting it to be much darker and much more uh, haunted. Right. I was expecting it to feel worse than it did. And yeah. As soon as we walked in, I was just like, okay, well, this is just an empty building. 
I was really looking for something. Like I kept trying to go somewhere where there were no people, turn off all the lights, wait for something to happen, and then no, I only had to like dart 50 yards before I got to somewhere. You know. Did have you ever been on a haunted history tour? Yes. And and how would you how do you make a comparison between that experience and this experience? Um, that experience is more... The Haunted History Tour is more of kind of a fun, kind of, oh, that's an interesting story. And it's more of a historical right. lesson. I mean, you learn a lot about the history of a place. Like we did it in New Orleans one year. Uh, we also did it in San Diego. That was a really entertaining one. But you learn a lot. And you're really not there to experience any sort of like paranormal activity or anything. You just walk around, something to do while you're on vacation. This one, it was a little bit different because you you went specifically for the paranormal experience. Like you wanted to experience something, right? Or like anything, man. Come on, give me something. A knock, footsteps, an unexplained cough. Someone calling out, Billy, anything, (laughs) give me something, you know. So, yeah, this is, this this was a little bit, well, much different. Yeah, and when I almost started to kind of feel, not that I was expecting anything, but I almost started to feel kind of bad for the medium who's, who's like, um... We would really love it if you would um, speak yeah. to us through the through the spirit box, or just you know bang on a pipe, or a footstep, or um, yeah. Can you anything. Make these lights? Um, yeah. Right, and it's kind of like oh, well, we're not seeing anything here. Uh, okay, I'm just gonna channel somebody. Yeah. Um, so I kind of felt a little bit bad about that. I, I mean, I've done some of the haunted history tours as well, um, and we did one when we were in New Orleans as well. And so for me, I found like I found value in those because you are hearing about you know the history of it. I mean, in New Orleans, they talked about how many people died during during war. Um, you know that they. You know the the conditions at the time, the sanitary conditions at the time when they're amputating legs and and yeah. that type of thing. Throwing the legs out the windows. Yeah, I mean yeah. it's uh, or or you heard about you know some of the big fires that occurred you know in New Orleans history. So you learned something about the city and about history at the same time. For this kind of the same deal. I mean you're you're kind of expecting a little bit of something, and, and I was telling you earlier that I I was going to be disappointed if people were going to like try to intentionally scare you by jumping out or yeah. or they've got s- stuff on strings and they have it dart across the room real quick and they're trying to fool you yeah. um, but since nothing happened I'm a little disappointed that I didn't get like a jolt of adrenaline <laughs> yeah. like, if they had done that I would have gone oh come on now but I would have had a little shock. I mean, yeah. when you go to the movies and you go to a horror movie, you know something is going to happen. Right. But you also but know you you're want gonna, it. Yeah, but you also know you're going to be okay. You do. Yeah, I mean, 
I didn't go into this thinking that I wasn't going to be okay on the other end, but I, I did. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I didn't. I, but I really was expecting more. I wanted, I wanted. I kind of thought, you know, maybe the meters are going to be like super sensitive. So even if, you know, even if you're walking around and and uh, you're just getting a little too close to something that's metal. Yeah, you know, it would go off, and people go, "Ooh, something's happening here." Right. Um, clearly, it only went off if you if you smash your phone right up against it. Yeah. Right. So. So would you would you do it again? You know, I think I'm more inclined to go to like, uh, like one of those Halloween haunted houses <laughs> where they where they do jump out and yeah. chase you with a. Uh, yeah. Chainsaw on uh, that type of stuff. Plastic chainsaw. I think I think if I were gonna do it again, I think that I would I, I would want there to be more storytelling. Right. Um, and I wonder if they if they normally do that, but because of the whole coronavirus thing where they split us into groups, I wonder if if they had to just do the outside thing. I wonder if they normally take the entire group through the whole place and say, this is where the nuns lived, this was the nurses' right. station, this is where they performed surgeries. Right. See, that would have been entertaining to me, and that's what, what I was sort of expecting. If it were guided a little bit. Yeah. At the beginning, should have been guided, and then they should have let everybody just do their own thing. Because they, they explained a couple of things outside. Right. Uh, the person that got murdered because of a lover's triangle situation. Uh, the the drug addict that was left on the loading dock and froze to death because nobody knew that he was waiting out there to rehab. Poor TJ. I'm sorry, TJ. Um, yeah. All right. Good times. Good times. Great times. 